Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast, a podcast made for finding God's grace in a disgraceful world. Youth pastors Garrett Lamb and Dalton Dickerson will be discussing practical truths and convicting topics from God's Word. Join us in striving together to build a stronger love for God and love for others. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Discover Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Lamb, and co-host Dalton Dickerson are here. And uh, Dalton had a a pretty interesting week. I know I did. Um, Went on vacation, have some stories, but uh, tell us about your week, Dalton. All right. Well, first of all, first of all, it's nice to be on here, not by myself. Uh, That's nice. (laughs) Got some backup here. Yeah, I know. Uh, if you listen to the last podcast, I was on here and gave my testimony. So I'm glad to have some backup. But yeah, it's, it's a good week. Um, funny story. Um, we went on Wednesdays here at the church. We have team soul winning and uh, it starts at five o'clock and we'll meet together. Then we'll go out and, and invite people to church and give out the gospel for about 30 minutes, 45, not too long. But we're going to this house and and there's two teenagers at, at a door and I was walking behind them and I was going to go and uh, just uh, give them some backup and some support. And before they even get done knocking on the door, this guy runs out of the house. OK, and like almost jumps at them shirtless, crazy man. OK, <laughs> and we didn't even say who we were. Like we, He didn't even know we we're from the church. And he begins to yell and cuss at us, you know, saying he just got out of the hospital and he hate that we hate people get off our you know his front yard and i was like sir wow. we're leaving right now and so i was like we're leaving we're turning around and we're, we're leaving we're, I, I didn't even give him a track i didn't give him anything you know i'm not gonna force force it on him and he's still yelling at us and he's like walking really fast at us mm-hmm. and uh anyhow he um he just continues to yell and he says you hate everyone you just got got away from i just got out of the hospital i was like sir we're already down the street i was like you're the one running at us and man he threatened to call the police he said he went inside and said he was calling 911 uh anyhow just crazy guy and of course the teenagers uh you know they look like uh they just saw a ghost and and this guy i thought he was gonna shoot us but you know we leave but we had another group on the the door uh, to, to his left and they were giving out the gospel while he's yelling and so he's going, uh, one of our teenagers is going through the gospel with a girl and just the man starts yelling at them. Cause we're out of the picture now, uh, down the road, but you know, the devil, the devil's you know, fighting hard, trying to get this girl to, to listen to him yelling at the teenagers. But long story short, uh, one of our teenagers, teenagers gave out the gospel to the teen, the, the girl at the door. And it was about 10 minutes worth going through the gospel. And, and she got saved despite Man. this guy yelling, despite him, you know, being shirtless, being crazy. <laughs> Man, so that's a funny that, story. That is crazy, man. I, but God got the victory. So yeah, you probably like interrupted him doing some sort of moonshine or something in the hills of Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. He, I, yeah. yeah. He was a wild man. Yeah. I've, I've had a few of those. I was out soul hunting one time right around where our church is at in, in West Virginia. And so obviously West Virginia gets, you know, bantered all the time that we're there were the crazy ones we have all these hillbillies and stuff well uh-huh. this dude is on this on this uh street it's called camden avenue okay so we called them the camden crazies um and they they were crazy uh everybody on that street it was like they were dealing <laughs> drugs or something it was weird stuff oh going on. man but uh anyways this guy comes out me and and my friend we were standing there on the on the uh end of the street we were getting picked up and we were waiting on the bus to come by and, and we're just messing around. We're being teenagers. And we were, uh, we were just like jumping around, trying to jump over something. I think this guy comes out and he starts cussing, like cussing oh, bad. 
and he gets up in my face. And at the time I'm, I'm 17 years old. So I wasn't an adult yet. And he gets up in my face and he starts threatening me that he's going to, to punch me. Oh, and man. I'm like, I'm like, I might have a fleshly moment. I'm supposed to be, you know, representing the Lord and in my church and be a good testimony. But, uh, <laughs> he got up in my face and I was like, I dare you, I dare you to punch me. I'm only 17. <laughs> so I like, anyways, um, at the end of the day, he was like drunk. So I don't even think he remembered it. He went back inside. We saw a couple of people say that night. So it turned out good. Same thing. Lord used it, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely. If you go soloing long enough, you'll, uh, you'll get some crazy stories out there for oh, sure. Definitely. But, you should have yeah. greeted him with a, a holy kiss. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah, I was actually down in Tennessee this week, um, down in your part of the country and vacationing with family. It was a good time. Obviously last week, I, um, you ended up giving your testimony on the podcast, um, which is a great episode. If you haven't listened to it, um, go back and listen to it, but, um, didn't have a Wi-Fi connection and everything, but we actually had a crazy day, uh, going home. And so first of all, we, we were getting everything packed, got to be out of the house at a certain time. So, you know, getting everything ready, you know, I've, I have five nieces and nephews. They're, they're wild. Um, and so everybody just trying to get everything ready, get packed up and get out of there. Um, so we're not charged extra and we all decided to go to breakfast. So we're going down the road and, uh, we're in uh, Kingston, Tennessee. And we're trying to go to, I think it was Harriman, Tennessee, but, uh, anyways, it was, it was a while down the road. We we're all going to eat breakfast and then go our separate ways. And so we got like five minutes down the road. And my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, uh, their engine blows up oh. on the highway. And so they get, they get stranded. So we, uh, we all turn back around, end up going back there. Um, they find out that it's just, it's really not going to get fixed unless they just replace the whole engine. So long story short, they got, they got stuck there. They didn't leave Tennessee. We left Tennessee uh, on Tuesday and they just left today to get home. Oh, so they've been <laughs> stuck there. Um, past the pastor there that we had went to church, he was really nice and, and did some things for them, but they were stuck there, but then that's not it. We actually, we were on our way home and my dad gives me a call and I'm, I actually followed my Google maps. So I'm like going through these random Hills and roads. I shouldn't have done it. I should have just stuck on the highway, but you know how that is like with Google maps and Apple maps, it takes you down this random roads. But anyways, I get enough service to where my dad gets, gets a hold of me. And my sister's flight out of Knoxville was canceled uh, to back to Iowa. So then she stuck. So I had to go back, get my sister. We, we took her all the way here to, to Chicago area. Then she borrowed my car, um, went out to, to O'Hare, flew out. So she didn't get back home for two days. So it was a, it was a crazy experience, like just in the matter of time that we were going through that. And then my sister, even while she was at the airport, she, smashed her thumb in the car door. So devil was fighting, trying to get us home, but it, it was a crazy week, but we had a good time overall, but it, it was a crazy end of the week for sure. Yeah. That sounds wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, wouldn't want to do that again, <laughs> but, uh, anyways, yeah, it was, it was a great time, but all of that to say, you know, I, I really, um, hated not being able to, to do anything on the podcast. Glad we were able to do, um, Dalton's testimony, but, um, we've been working on this subject for two weeks. And, uh, and so we want to talk about an important subject and uh, it's going to be on hard truths and subtle lies. And so we want to take this from a perspective of, of sort of a more of even cultural 
um, things that culturally we, we see as maybe a hard truth to take in or, or even a subtle lie that Satan likes to slip in to us. And so um, I think there's a lot of practical things that we can take from the subject. And um, I know I have a few things I would like to get across here and, and some biblical principles to apply to that. But um, Dalton, how about you go ahead and, and tell us um, maybe, a, maybe a subtle lie and a hard truth that, that Satan kind of puts in there, but the Bible um, is able to counteract that. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, definitely a subtle lie that uh, Satan will tell you um, that he likes to whisper in your ear or throw a throw it uh, in your mind is, and this is definitely for Christians is that your sin is not that bad. Mm. Uh, you might be dealing with something and you've tried to get the victory over it before. Uh, but Satan likes to say, you know, that's sin, that's not that bad. And you see someone else, you know, you see that homeless guy on the street, or you see that, that drunk on the street, and you think, well, you know, mine's not that bad. You know, it's, it's people in the Bible ha have gotten away with it. I can get away with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and the subtle, subtle lie is that your sin is not that bad. But, you know, if we know the hard truth and, and we know our Bible, we know that uh, that sin, that's not so bad in our eyes, it costs Jesus Christ his life on the cross. Yeah. And that was, you know, the little sins that we did. You know, he had to die for all the sins. So no matter how big, you know, whether you murder someone uh, or, or whether uh, you have bitterness, you know, bound up in your heart, that is what cost Christ his life. Um, and that's just definitely a subtle lie there. Uh, you'll, you're here uh, when you can't get over, get victory or something, or, or maybe that uh, you just kind of grown cold to is that that sin. If you do have that sin in your life, that when I say sin, you think of a certain thing. And you get that dealt with because uh, the devil's going to whisper that in your ear and say it's fine and say you don't have to, to mess with it or take care of it, that you're going to heaven. That's all that matters. But that's a, that's a lie from straight out of the pits of hell. Your yeah. sin uh, is destructive and it will cause a barrier between you and the Lord and your relationship. Yeah, definitely. That That's a that's a definite one there that Satan likes to slip in. And the first thing that I thought of when we, when we brought up the subject and, and talked about it is I think the biggest lie um, that, that anybody can – believe that satan wants to to put toward them is is if you're good enough you'll go to heaven yeah and uh, kind of uh, along the same lines that the satan he he likes to lie to people um through religion and tell them that you know if you're good enough you'll you'll get to heaven and that can't be further from the truth um of course we know the bible tells us that you know the wages of our sin is death um, but the gift of god is eternal life through jesus christ our lord and so you know we're we're never going to be good enough for heaven and, and deserve that we deserve hell, but God is gracious enough. Like we talked about last episode um, together that, that he does give us his grace, but if you're good enough, you'll go to heaven. But we know that it's only through the blood of, of Jesus Christ that he shed for us, that we can go to heaven. And, um, and that truth is sometimes hidden inside of um, uh, different, you know, things we, we, we have to fight Satan away from that. And, and some of the biggest religions in the world, they utter that lie that, mm -hmm. uh, that if you're good enough, or if you go to church, or if you take a communion or you do, um, a certain amount of, of good, if your good outweighs your bad, then you'll get into heaven. But to counteract that, you know, we know that, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He paid the price. He did everything for us. We don't have to do anything else. Amen. Um, you know, and that, that's all we have to do, um, to, to be able to get to heaven. And, and really on, on, on top of that one, another subtle lie that, that I thought of, even in a cultural realm, is uh, it was more popular maybe maybe probably five, six years ago, but people still say the phrase. And it's a silly phrase, but it's definitely a subtle lie that I think Satan likes to slip in. And that would be YOLO. You only live once, right? And so, you know, they, they like to, 
to put in subtle, funny things that we might use as, as a, you know, something on an Instagram <laughs> hashtag, but yeah. um, really, I mean, that that's, that's a pretty blatant lie that you only live once because we're, we're definitely told in the Bible that um, if you are saved, you live once on earth and you're going to have an eternity somewhere. And, uh, and your soul is going to live forever, whether that be everlasting life and is and prosperity in heaven, or your, your soul is constantly dying in hell. And, uh, and that's, I think, I think Satan just uses little things like that. And it, it's a funny thing to say, but he almost uses some of those things to, to get, you know, the, the wrong mindset in our, in our lives that, man, this is it. This is all I got here on earth. And uh, of course we ought to do everything for the glory of God and the most that we can. But, you know, I, I'm glad that I know that I'm, I'm going to be able to live forever. And, uh, and that's, that's with God in heaven. Amen. Yeah. That, that's such a subtle lie that, uh, and, and if you're a teenager, young person, you're, you're going to hear that you only live once, uh, you know, hashtag YOLO. And, 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 and that mindset is the mindset of, this is your chance to live it up. And after this, you know, even if you're saved, you, you'll, you'll get this subtle lie that, uh, you know, you live it up and then you'll be in heaven. And mm -hmm. so if you want to do anything fun in this life, you know, do it. And, and, and they attach fun with sin. Yeah. But, you, you know, you can have a great time serving Christ, living holy uh, and not be in sin. Uh, if you think that life is only fun, um, if it involves sin. Uh, then you're doing something wrong with your Christianity. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a leak somewhere that you need to, to plug up. You, you need to get a different mindset because uh, this life here, it's the only uh, we live we live twice. Um, you know, if you're born yeah. twice, uh, you die once. You die mm. twice if you're born once. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And 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 I think even on top of that as well, Dalton is, you know, even in the culture that we live in and the world we live in, um, the world is is pushed so much. And, uh, and I've even heard people, we talked about, gave some soul-winning illustrations. I've even talked to people that sometimes their, their view of hell is even, you know, I, I'm just going to go there. I know all my buddies are going there. I, I'm, I'm a pretty wicked person, but we're going to party it up. And, and that can't be further from the truth that it's not going to be a party. It is going to be suffering for all eternity. And, uh, and that's something that I think our generation and, and our world that we live in, they want to shy away from some of those things that are true. And, um, and we can preach more on everything that God is. And, and um, you know, they, they almost fall in love with just the attributes of God, but they're not in love with actually God. They're not in love with everything that he is. And, and part of that is there is a heaven and there is a hell and heaven is, is the most wonderful thing that we can think about. Um, but Jesus himself preached more on hell. And, and that's a, that's a pretty hard truth that, you know, if, if you don't accept Christ, that one day you have an eternity somewhere. And, um, you know, I, I know that I can rest my eternity and my trust in, in Jesus Christ. And that's, that's a pretty, a pretty comforting thought at night, because there's a lot of people out there that they're, they're sitting in their beds at night. They're, they're going through their daily lives and, and they have no idea where they're going to go. And, um, and just to know that, 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 that eternity in hell is completely cast out of my mind and, and my thoughts because I can trust in the faith uh, that I have in Jesus Christ and, and what he did for me. Amen. Yeah, that's so good. You know, the, I think modern, the modern church or, or even people out in the world, uh, and it kind of attached this, what you're saying, uh, listen to that lie. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, they know a lot about 
God's attributes, as you say, or, or know a lot about God. They know he's loving and they'll, they'll wear the t-shirt, you know, wear the bracelet, you know, that God is gracious and he has mercy. Mm-hmm. And they know a lot about that, but they don't know him. You know, right now, uh, me and Garrett, we're, we're in a fantasy uh, football league right now. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're going to we're going to check the stats. We're going to check what our players are doing. And a lot of you out there, you may know uh, a lot about, um, you know, a, a famous uh, athlete. You might know his height, you know, how old old that person is and where he was born, you know, what team he's on. But if that athlete were to meet you, that he would he wouldn't know your name. You know a lot about him, but he doesn't know you personally. And I'm afraid a lot of people in the world are going to enter into eternity and know a lot about a God, but they're not going to know the uh, God personally. They're not going to know Jesus Christ as as the Savior of the world. And, and that's such a subtle lie. You can't just wear the T-shirt. You need to accept Him as the Savior of the world and and believe on Him to take you to heaven. Yeah, definitely. And with the Christian life, you know, here, here's a hard truth: is is life isn't easy. You know, life is not easy, and it doesn't matter if if you're a Christian or you're, you're not going to live a Christian life. Um, life is never going to be easy. You know, God never promises us that in his word, but he does promise that he's going to protect us. He's going to guide us. He's going to direct us. He's going to, you know, order our steps. He, he will do everything he can to get us through whatever situation. And we know that even in, in sports, right? We're, we're both big sports fans. You just talked about fantasy, you know, but, but even playing sports, you know, in basketball, Sometimes the best thing that could have happened to you was you got, you lost, you know, you just, you just got whooped <laughs> and somebody just came out there and, and annihilated you because you don't like that feeling. You know, you don't, you don't like the, the feeling of losing, but you've learned so much from it because the only way to, to learn is to play people that are better than you. And the only way to learn is, is you're going to make some mistakes and you learn from those mistakes. And that's the same thing in life. You know, I, when I think of that, I think of, of course, the story of Joseph. And Joseph, he, he did not live an easy life. You know, if, if I would have lived the life of Joseph, you know, I don't know that I would have been able to have the story that he did. You know, it doesn't really ever show in the Bible that he complained at all, but God put him through a ton of tests and he ended up on top. It took him a long time. And in this world, you know, he ended up being a ruler and, and God blessed him, but it took a long time and a lot of trials and a lot of things he had to deal with. And of course that reconciliation with his brothers, but that his life wasn't easy. Um, but he just, he just stuck to, um, trusting God and, and making sure that he was what he ought to be. And even in today's life, life is not always going to be easy. There's a lot of different avenues that Satan wants to get in and get in your head that, you know, you should be, you should be able to have an easy life as a Christian. You know, you shouldn't have to suffer any persecution and we, we can see that not necessarily in the United States, but all across the world, people are suffering persecution for being a Christian. And, and of course, the Bible tells us that, that we're, we're going to have that, you know, that, that we're going to have persecution when, when hard, hard times come. You know, it's, it's just something that's going to happen when you follow Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a true statement about Joseph. And uh, many people, they'll listen to that subtle lie where, where life's going to be easy and you'll get on that mountaintop. And if you look at Joseph's life, mm-hmm. uh, you see he, he at one, you know, certain times in his life, he, he's on that peak of the mountain, but there's a lot of valleys that he had to go through to get there. Uh, and just like when it comes to, to building muscle or anything, you, you have to tear down. Sometimes things need to be broken down to get built back up stronger. You know, yeah. I think about uh, in John, I believe it's chapter uh, 14 or 15. It talks about abiding in Christ. Uh, and if 
we abide in him will we'll bear fruit, uh, but we'll bear more fruit uh, through the uh, purging and pruning of Christ. Uh, by him, uh, you know, sending, uh, testing th- testings our way or, or just by trials of life, we'll come out a stronger Christian. And yeah. that's definitely a, a truth. And, and another hard truth that kind of connects with that, uh, that, that you'll, you'll, you just need to recognize as a Christian is that only with and through Christ uh, can you accomplish anything in this life that's going to stand. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you'll, you see the, uh, you know, Stephen Curry with, with the, he, he brought this verse out, Philippians 4.13 into the world. You know, I can do all things. And, and that's a lot of times that's all you see. I can do all things. Yeah. And you, you see, see it in books. You know, you got it. Uh, you know, just tell yourself you can do it and, and you'll get it done. But the verse is, you know, I can do all things through Christ. You know, it's through him that we can do things. And we, we can't accomplish anything unless it's through him. And that's the hard truth is that we need Christ. We don't just need him for salvation, but we need him every each, each day. We're a needy people. And if I yeah. want to live my life and if you want to live your life uh, to accomplish anything for the Lord, it's gonna, only going to be through him. Uh, yeah. and, and we need to dig deep when it comes to being in Christ because uh, I'm going to fail and I fall on my face, uh, you know, in this life. So I need him to help get me back up and help me uh, get through those valleys uh, so I can get to that peak eventually. Amen. Yeah. And, and he definitely does. That is a hard truth. Um, but and a subtle lie that, that Satan likes to tell us with that, that, it, that same hard truth is you're the exception. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to be the exception to the rule. Um, and this applies more for people that are saved. You know, you sit in church and especially as a teenager, I remember sitting at camps and conferences and you'd always hear the worst stories, right? You know, I'm sure you could say the same Dalton that, that you're sitting in and someone's preaching and, you know, the story of a guy that is strung out on drugs or, or he's in prison now because he didn't take care of things when he was younger, or, you know, this guy's homeless or, whatever the case may be, you always hear, hear these, these horrible stories. And, uh, and that's, that's not how everybody necessarily ends up, but Satan likes to, to put in the subtle lie of, you know, you're the exception, you know, the, these stories, they're, they're the extreme. They're the ones that, you know, they, they just really didn't have it together anyways. You know, you're going to be the exception. You'll be able to kind of ride that fence and keep both feet in, you know, maybe on, maybe on the fence, you know, you're able to see both sides of it. But that's a huge lie that Satan likes to tell anybody, uh, but especially young people, that they're going to be the exception, that it's, it's just going to be the one time that they, they take a little bit of alcohol at one time that they're able to take, you know, some, some sort of uh, uh, drugs or, or some, you know, something that they shouldn't have seen on, on the Internet. And, and he likes to tell you, you're going to be the exception. But uh, it eventually ends up to where that, that sin, they keep telling themselves that lie, that that sin is, is so bound, has them bound up that uh, they can't break those chains. And, uh, and Satan, he just likes to lie to us and, and tell us that uh, we're going to be the ones that, that are getting out of it. We're, we're going to be the exception. I can go away from God's will. I, I can do whatever I want. Um, and I, I believe that I, I'll be just fine. And I can, I can quit church and and quit on God, and my life is going to be a success. And you might be able to have success on earth, you know, and getting money or materials or possessions. But at the end of the day, all those things are vain. <laughs> uh, songs, you know, we, we can see Solomon, he, he said that many times, vanity of vanity, all is vanity in the book of Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have it all, but at the end of the day, we're all going to stand up, end up standing before the same Savior. And, uh, and all that's going to go away. It's just going to be 
you know, the hay, wood, and stubble, as the Bible says, it's, it's not going to be the gold and the precious stones that we can cast at Jesus' feet. But Satan likes to tell us we're, we're going to be that exception. Yeah, that's, that's a lie that he'll whisper in your ear. And, and kind of playing off that, I know we're probably wrapping things up, but, uh, you know, a lie that he, he likes to stem off that, being the exception, uh, is that you can, you can fix it and get out of it when and whenever, when, whenever you want to uh, and by yourself. A lot of times you'll be convicted sitting in a pew or reading your Bible thinking, man, I really need to get that right in my life. Uh, and, and the devil will come along and say, well, uh, when you're ready, you get that fix. And you don't know, uh, you, won't have, you might not have the time to get that ready. It might get brought to light before then or uh, something tragic could happen before you get that thing settled. Uh, and, and if you were going to get victory over something uh, on your own, uh, then you would have already got the victory. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's such a truth there. Uh, if you're struggling with something and the devil keeps on whispering in your ear, you're the exception. You, know, uh, you, you get this dealt with when you want to. You know, that's such a lie. Uh, you know, the truth is, if, if you were to get victory over that uh, whenever you wanted to and by yourself, you would already got out by now. Uh, it's because yeah. you can't most of the time. Yeah. And that that is that is so true. And, and we definitely have scripture to be able to to back that up, you know, that, that it's, I mean, we look at the, look at the illustration of Samson. <laughs> yeah. He got himself in so deep and, and he couldn't get himself out. And where did he end up in the end of his life? Yeah. God used him greatly, but he really ended up right back where he was in the beginning. His life, the potential there was, was just and almost wasted. And there's young people out there that you hear all the time, man, there's so much potential in this room. So many, so many people, but when you really think about it, there, there really is, you know, and, and no matter if your youth group is 10 people, five people, no matter if you're in a college that runs a hundred or you're in a college that runs thousands, you know, whatever situation you are in life there, God has great potential through you. Just think of the people that you can reach and, and teach through those things. And, you know, I, I think in, in closing here, um, one of the biggest lies and, and a hard truth that I, I kind of thought of for myself personally, and I think would apply for, for most people is that a hard truth would be, you know, you, you always want to be liked and, you know, you, you won't always, you're not always, always going to get that. I know for myself, I, I don't shy away from confrontation. <laughs> I think you probably know that Dalton. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I can, I almost enjoy to argue too much, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think everybody almost deep down inside of them wants everybody to like them. But unfortunately, you know, that's, that's just not going to be the case. And that's a hard truth to take in. You know, I, I think of a verse in second Timothy as Paul's writing the letter to Timothy young preacher. And he says, in, um, in chapter number three and verse number 12 of second Timothy, he says, yay, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. And as preachers of the gospel, as youth pastors, as Christians in general, if we are living godly and we live Christ-like, we are going to suffer persecution and not everybody's going to like us. Um, even in the world today, we, we have stands, we have views that aren't going to match up with, with what the world says, you know, even standing for abort against abortion. It, it's, a, it's a clear stated thing in the Bible that that's murder but people aren't going to like that. And that's where it, that you have to draw the line of, am I going to take people's acceptance over God's acceptance? And, um, and I know for me, that's something that I have to deal with and that I have to personally 
just taking that hard truth and be like, man, I, I know that not everyone's going to like me. I just have to stand biblically. I have to stand on what's right and, uh, and let the Holy spirit guide me. And I know at the end of the day, um, I, I have to stand for myself and I can't stand for anybody else, but that's definitely a hard truth for me. That has definitely been a, um, a, through my life, just a struggle that, that I know that not everyone's going to like me, but I, I want to live in an audience of one for sure. Amen. Yeah. Such a hard pill to swallow. Um, you want everyone to look at you and, and to like you, but sometimes when you're standing up for what's right and, and for truth, uh, some people are going to be against you. Uh, we see that in the Bible and the life of Christ. Many people were against him and he was preaching truth, but not everyone would receive it. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think it's been a great topic. And uh, I think we, we put up some, some very good uh, truths and lies that, that uh, subtle lies that Satan likes to take us through and, and hard truths that we have to accept. Um, but if, if you're listening to the podcast today and uh, definitely give us a review, um, rate us and, and obviously share the podcast if you enjoyed it. Um, definitely. I, th I think this subject it was a good one and maybe be brought up a future episode um, if we're able to take the time to do that. And so definitely be keeping, uh, keeping uh, up with the podcast. We're going to be having guests on here soon, um, going through some, some more interesting topics and um, we would love for you to join us on that, but really appreciate you taking the time to listen and uh, signing off uh, for discover grace podcast. I am Garrett and thanks for joining again, Dalton. And we are going to be uh, back with you next week, next Saturday, make sure to tune in and uh, you guys have a great day in Jesus.